is Rebecca from the Art of Animation. Um, you're listening to Mousecapades Podcast. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be guess. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a problem-free Happy Hump Day, everybody, and Happy New Year. We hope you're having an awesome week. This is Nick, and I'm here joined, as always, with Biggie. This is episode 405 of the Mousecapades podcast, and today we were going to be bringing you the latest news, rumors, and history. You're listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get to it, we would like to encourage you to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. And as always, Nick is going to tell us what the latest blogs are that are up. So thanks to your notes, Vicki. I have them up right here. Just released Summer Deal, Disney World free dining discount for 2019 by Vanda Bean. I know a lot of you over at Walt Express were very busy this past week dealing with that. Seven, do-it-yourself Disney-inspired crafts worth doing by Mandy Middleton. And top five tips for avoiding motion sickness at Disney World by Grace Williams. Go ahead and check out our friends over at WaltExpress.com. So no surprise, Nick. Disney World had to close its park on New Year's Eve a couple of times. I saw this. So um, the park was at capacity. It said um, we were we got a text while we were there on our Disney My Disney Experience telling us or a message telling us it was about 11 a.m. Uh, but that article that I looked at actually said it was officially 11:40 a.m. So I don't know why. <laughs> did I send anything out on that? Did I send you texted me? Also. Did I text you? Okay. Yes, you did text me that. And uh, they reopened about 5 o'clock and then they went back to capacity. And so here are the rules for anybody that was wondering this because somebody asked me that why we were there. What are the rules? And so I looked them up. Yeah. So, well, first of all, let me go back a little bit. So the wait times for Magic Kingdom, uh, Splash Mountain, Space Mountain, and Seven Dwarfs were three hours plus. Uh, the longest wait time at Walt Disney World and Epcot was soaring at 190 minutes. That's the only ones that they really told us about. Um, but I'm sure other ones were long and crazy for just because they needed something. I know at one point, uh, Haunted Mansion, while we were there, was two hours. And you know that Haunted Mansion usually isn't two hours. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? It was kind of crazy. So, um, guests being denied entry, uh, were being issued $50 gift cards if they would choose to go to a different park. Wait a minute, repeat that again. What's up? So, apparently, if you were a guest... And you didn't meet the criteria, you were given fifty dollars a gift card, fifty dollar gift card to go to a different theme park for that day, which I've never heard them do before. So here is the criteria: if okay. you have a one day ticket, um, or you're 
crossing from one park to another, you're not allowed to do that if it's a closed park, even if you are one of the following. WDW resort guests, including the four resorts, Swan and Dolphin, Shades of Green, Hotel Plaza, Boulevard Hotels arriving by bus, Best Western Lake Buena Vista Resort Hotel, the Buena Vista Palace, Doubletree Suites by Hilton, B Resort, Wyndham Lake, Buena Vista Resort, and Nick, I thought this was interesting, Golden Oak Residence and the guests of their residence. So if you were one of those people, you were let in. If you had a premier passport, annual or premium pass holders, you were let in. If you had a memory maker account, you were let in. So it's basically just for the average Joe that shows up, has no idea how to prepare for Disney. And I'm going to go to Disney on, on New Year's Eve. Right. It was New Year's Eve. Is yes, that what we're looking at? New Year's Eve. And show up. So it's basically for that one person that has right. just that ticket. But if you had dining reservations um, anywhere on Magic Kingdom property, if you had a Bippity Boppy Boutique, Harmony Barbershop appointment, or the Pirates League, which is also at Bippity Boppy where they fix up the boys. And then if you had Fast Pass reservations and you were a WDW hotel guest. So yes, you're right. Any Joe below that so you could take qu- his family. You could quickly get a Fast Pass on your MDE account and say, oh, look, let me in. Or a Bippity Boppity Boutique. Yes. Definitely. So there's some workarounds there. So you could make it work for you. Hopefully yes. someone who was turned around, hopefully they were displaying this somewhere. I doubt they were. No, that came out after the fact. Oh, did it really? It two days okay. Later, yeah. So no one would know that. All right. What else you got for us? So Disney um, announced yesterday that Kevin from... I saw uh, this. Pixar's Up is going to be appearing at Disney's Animal Kingdom in February 2019, which means I will not get to see it, but you and but Kevin I will see it. Because you'll be there in February. Whoa, Kaylee, wait. It'll be in March. Okay, I was going to say, you're going to be there in... Kaylee is operating our Facebook Live right now for the Mousecapades podcast. And I was like, wait a minute, you're going in, in February as well, but you're heading there in March with wait, your... you learned how to use Facebook father. Live Live? No, I handed that to your to to your kiddo, and she went ahead and put up live. I couldn't find the option. I, I really don't want you to stay. Help us all. Oh, no, it's good stuff. Anyway, yeah, I saw that. The, the, the costume looks absolutely amazing. I saw it. I, I want, I'm sad that I'm going to actually miss it and now have to wait until next Christmas. So hopefully Kaylee can do a live video for us or Brad can do a live video or something while they're there. Or you can. Sure. Both of you can so that I can see it. And Joey's definitely going to have to wait till Christmas. What does, what does Russell feed? He feeds her chocolate, right? Yes. So I wonder if I can interact with, with her and, and with the chocolate bar. to bring chocolate with you. How, how cool would that, how cool would that be, right? But I, I know some really people, cool. um, no. I read some reviews on that show. We liked that show. We thought that show was pretty good. Didn't you think it was pretty good? Wait, I thought it was cute. Which one? The, the birds? Uh, the new oh, bird got it, got it. One? Yeah. I mean... They need to add something. I mean, then the standard boring uh, birds flying around. They need to, right. they need to and it was nice to have Russell and Spice it there. up. Yeah. And um, I thought that the, the girl was a little different. We can talk more about that in our trip report. Well, so check this out. You know, Disneyland uh, announced uh, in 2019 the ticket price is going to increase. Yes, no, I heard No brainer the there. And they did it overnight while everyone was sleeping, sort of like politicians releasing information on the weekends, on a holiday weekend, better yet, right? Right. Where you don't suspect it at all. And this whole free dining, we didn't suspect at all. I didn't see anything on the rumors. I when you said that, I was like, what? I'm like, I was like, Vic, dude, they, they released it, right? Yeah. Um, we, It's usually what, in April? March, April time frame is the usually when they... The one is only usually quick serve, and I so. noticed... 
that the that the deluxe and uh, what's uh, have there been deluxe ones higher than that? I'd have to go back and look. But anyways, the ones that are two higher tiered ones, those get free dining like we do at Christmas. So in January, they're going to have a price increase. This happened overnight. Let's see here. The most recent ticket price increase was February 11th last year of 2018. A one day one park ticket is now 104 dollars during their value season and a 149 during peak season. So this tick price price it increases or the ticket price increases were about five to ten percent uh range as far as how much they've gone increased in price. Now here's the crazy thing. Back in 2012, which was the last time I was at Disneyland, sadly. Right. I, I want to go back so bad. Uh, I got to see Cars Land and all that cool stuff. For a three day park hopper pass now, granted, this was discounted military right. rate, $96 for three oh, days. Yeah, for three days. It's just crazy for a one-day park pass, $104 during a value season and $149 during peak. That just blows my mind away. So let's talk about these new prices. So one day, we, we one day one park ticket, we said what between $149 for adults, $98 to $141 for children, right? I'm going to go down. We'll go to... Like a three-day, one park, one ticket, three hundred for adults, two eighty for children. But if you want to put a hopper on that, you're looking at three fifty-five for an adult, three thirty-five for a child. The most expensive one you're going to get a five-day park hopper pass ticket is now going to cost you three hundred ninety-five for the adults and three hundred seventy-five for a child. Compared to Walt Disney World, not that bad, but still higher. Oh well, still high for for Disneyland. It's it's a higher price for them. So I'm glad they went this past New Year's Eve. Then wait until this year where it's really going to be So bad. annual pass is also increased. How many followers we got going on right now? One follower? What's up with people? We're, They've been in and out. We have, we have no friends. Have five or six. We have no friends. Who is it? Uh, right now? Yeah. <laughs> Can you check that? <laughs> oh, it says... Not right now. I think Aww. Angela. Well, Angela, thank you. I just don't want to do the whole thing. No, it's all, it's all good. So let's talk about prices for the annual passes. Those also increased by 10 to 24%. So check this out. The Premier Pass jumped from $1,579 to $1,949. That is a huge jump. Huge jump. This was part of the news yesterday. So I knew that, it, you know, because I don't feel like any other time that we've talked about price increases for Disney, that the news picks it up. Our right. local news was talking about how Disneyland's trying to uh, stop people from coming. Or that's what they felt like. What, wait a minute, what? The news was talking about. They're like, is the movie trying to... Fake news. Do what? Fake news. It wasn't fake news. It's a joke. Stop. Like, Disneyland's really trying to stop people from coming. No, they were just saying... That's that fake news. If people really want to go, why Why is Disney raising the prices this much? Because they got to pay for Star Wars Land somehow. That's they got to pay for that parking garage that. somehow. Well, they should have had that paid for before they started the building it. They got to pay for the other Star Wars land in Orlando somehow and the new resort. So all of that, you know, like, so 2000, it seemed like 2018 was the year of the price increase, right? We're, st we're starting to see, we're starting to see 2019 the same way. But in the past few years, you and I have both said, man, they need to do something here. They need to do something here. They're doing, Disney's building lots of cool things worldwide, but not here in the States. But the last few years, they've really, we've been eating those words, haven't we? Because they've we been have, really. Except for that now. We're paying for all these ideas where you would have thought that they could have used um, money that they've had in reserve because obviously they have to have some money. They got a lot of it. What else you got, Vic? So the AMC Disney Springs 24, which we went to and we'll talk about that in our trip report, but it's going to have renovations over the next week. They're going to be upgrading. Is it really good? Yeah. They're going to be updating them to add some more dine-in screen. And um, interesting enough, interestingly enough, when we went, 
Um, we ended up in one of those, and so did Joey and Brad, because that's just what happened to be where our movies were. Um, it said the bar areas are also going to see refurbishment, but they will not have to close Disney Springs. So anybody who's going to be visiting there in the next week or two while they're doing these refurbishments, no worries. They'll still have movies or places for you to see of the movies that are coming out. All right, let's see here. Celebrate 2019. So we have the Disney Disney World Marathon that's coming up yep. this weekend. And all over online, I'm sure you saw the souvenir merchandise. Yes. That, that was online. It is crazy, the cool stuff that they have. So they have they have their Marathon Expo that's coming to, uh, oh my gosh, ESPN Worldwide Sports. And if you've, you've been there during that time, it is very, very chaotic. Well, let's see here. I know I had something. Vicky, I seem to have lost it. I had a whole bunch of stuff. Let's see here. Oh, I think I found it. All right. So they're going to have... So this, this expo is going to include clothing, obviously, for both ladies and men, themed mugs, glassware, tumblers, performance apparel, celebrating each of the weekend's events, themed hats, ears, figurines, magnets. They're also going to have limited edition pins. So, Joey, I know you're you're a pin collector. You can go ahead and check that out. I'm sure you can snag one online somewhere. And the cool thing that they're showing off right now is the Run Disney Spirit Jersey. Spirit jerseys seem to be the thing right they now. Are. Did you notice my Which jersey? I don't I don't get it. I'll be honest. Haley's sporting a, 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 jer- a spirit jersey for you today, and I sported one uh, Thursday at our meeting with those sequins. They're they, pretty cool. There's a Tiki Room one, Nick. Is it really? Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Kaylee really wants it. Really? They have a Tiki Room one? That's nice. It's green, and it's got the birds all over it. It's pretty cool. So go ahead and check that out. Go ahead and Google that. Souvenir merchandise for 2019. The marathon's this weekend. So if you're going, good luck. Have fun. It's it's great stuff. And then they have another one at the beginning of February? Is that right? Uh, The one beginning of February? No, I know the one coming up um, this weekend. I thought there was another one in February for some reason, like a princess one, maybe? Mmm... Does that not sound right? Maybe we'd have to go ahead and look yeah, at it we'll look and see. It I just was wondering. I just happened to think of it when you asked. This is the dopey one, right? The dopey challenge. Is that the? the they got them all. Weekend? They got them all. They got the half, the full. Oh, okay. But the dopey challenge is if you do all of it. Yeah. Okay. So Walt Disney Records released the soundtrack for Pandora: The World of Avatar uh, onto iTunes today or this week, and for subscribers to Apple Music, you get it. The soundtrack includes music from the Flight of Passage, Navi River Journey, and the. Satuli Canteen. Um, also included is the area music that plays around Pangu Pangu when you're walking through uh, the Pandora's Land. So if you want to purchase the soundtrack, it's $9.99 and includes all 12 of the songs, or you can pay $1.29 per track. And I thought for sure that my daughter would be online trying to get that because she got a uh, iPod card or iTunes card, excuse me, for in her stocking, and she loves music, so I figured she'd want to. iPod, you're taking you're taking us both back, man. I'm sorry. That's all good. So did you did you hear what Bob Iger said about Star Wars Land over at, or excuse me, Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland Park? No, I didn't hear about Galaxy's Edge. I heard about Everest. So in a in a recent interview with Barron's, Bob Iger, the chief executive of, of office, which that's, that's who Bob Iger is, if you don't know, of Walt Disney World Company, he hinted at a June 2019 opening date for Star Wars Galaxy Edge there at Disneyland. At Disneyland, not Yes, Pearl. no, Disneyland, okay. yes. That's not what I thought you were going to That's huge. About. No, no. So Disney, Disney, uh, the, the Disney, or excuse me, not the Disneyland, the Star Wars land there, Disney Hollywood Studios, Disney came out and said it's going to be late fall for, okay. for Walt Disney World. Right. We, we couldn't see, we could see a little bit when we were on Slicky Dog Dash, but. Yeah. When you go over that first hill, you can see it. Right. But, um, it's not long enough for you to get a good look. So it really isn't. Of, speaking of Slinky Dog Dash, 
they took the tails off the dogs this week. I don't know if you saw that. What for? So apparently um, a guest complained about the noise of it. By the way, before I forget, Kaylee wanted to tell you she knows the noise you're talking about. Thank you, Kaylee. It's at the very end when Wheezy's singing. I think they put him there for a reason. They need to bump up the music, though. But um, I'm not going crazy. like, I hear what Nick's saying. I hear what Nick's saying. And, it, and once you hear it, it bugs you to no end. Like you just want to get off the ride. So anyway, I guess the tails were making a noise and someone thought that they were going to come off and hit somebody. And so they... Uh, remove the tails for right now and they're trying to find a way to reattach them so that people don't need to worry. To they had to have had multiple complaints for that. Oh, I'm you know, sure. I'm sure not just because of one person complaining. I think complaining. something happened and they're just covering. Hey, yeah. And, Nick Fury. and then also this week, Nick, I don't know if you saw this weekend, but a light bulb came out of the light bulb, out of the lights that Jesse and Rex are holding up on top. A, Chris, a Christmas light? Um, yeah. So one of the orange ones popped out of the thing. And everybody, everybody was making big jokes about that. They had to shut down for a little while so somebody could climb up there and get it just so in case it would fall, it wouldn't hit. Oh, anything. so it was st- it was dangling. It it's was not like it fell down. to the ground. And somebody said, I hope somebody doesn't put their finger in it. Good thing they took the tails off the slinky dog so the, do- the tail can't get caught in the light switch. It just tons of people were making comments. But I thought it was interesting that two... New th- or two big things happen. Yeah, when it rains, it pours. Well, the festivities begin next week with a Potion Purple premiere pop-up event that will be held in Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom Park on Thursday, January 10th. That's tomorrow from 5 to 7 p.m. Those attending will have the opportunity to purchase Potion Purple merchandise, which includes items such as adult and youth spirit jerseys that you guys love so much, vacation mode water bottles, Hashtag vacation mode. Loungefly mini backpacks and Loungefly wallet. And a new women's Mickey t-shirt. The newest uh, purple food and beverage offerings will also be available for purchase as well. Um, It says here that a valid annual pass card and photo ID is required at check-in. But registration is not necessary. I'm going to skip over that. But here's for a limited time from January 6th through the 31st. Pass holders can receive. So this is why you need your ID. A 20% discount at the following restaurants across World Disney Resort for lunch and dinner only, okay, unless otherwise noted. So this is good. You and I have talked in the past saying if you're an annual pass holder, they really need to do more right. for the annual pass holders. Um, at the Beer Garden restaurant, they're in Epcot Coral Reef. You can go ahead and check. I mean, I, I don't want to bore you going through this list, but I'll go through some of the, the big restaurants here. Yeah, yeah Hollywood and Vine, uh, Tony's Town Square. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, the Disney Spirit of Aloha. Aloha Dinner Show. Been there, done that. It's it's all right. Let's see here. The Hoop Dee Doo Review. Go ahead and check that one up. Sebastian's Bistro. Did you check that out while you're out there? Okay. Oh, we didn't get to check that one out. And Whispering, Whispering Canyon Cafe. So the, those are just like the big ones to highlight right no, now. Whispering Canyon, ask for ketchup. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure they'll throw it at you. No, they bring you lots of ketchup. Oh, I know. Well, they bring you the, that big monstrous bottle. No, everybody brings it. And then, and then they get the guests involved, too. And the guests, if they have some, then they put it on your table. It's just funny. We never did it, so. Well, what's cool about that is they, like, they seem like your pain with everything, right. with every request. And, like, right. if you want, like, That's a large Coke, they'll bring one in a huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun it, stuff. It's fun stuff. That's what Joey wants them to do. What do you got, Vixter? So, um, they just took down the Incredible Tomorrowland Expo, or at least it feels like it. But Disney really wanted to inject some life back into Pixar Place. So where uh, my kids took a picture for many years, where Pixar Place used to go into uh, Toy Story Midway Mania, is now going to be dispatching 
the team of supers from The Incredibles. They're going to host a number of activities on Hollywood Studios uh, for the anniversary that starts on January 18th. They're going to transfer <laughs> transform Pixar Place into Municipal City Block right out Metroville as part of the limited time Incredible celebration. You're going to be able to meet with Edna Mode and get to get your picture and get her signature. There's going to be a, a scavenger hunt for people so that you can try to find Jack-Jack and they are going to be selling, um, what do you call it? They're going to be selling num-num cookies that Jack-Jack likes. Nice. Uh, Frozone's going to be there and he's going to be doing baby shark dance with Mr. and Mrs. Incredible in the Municipal dance party. And what else does it say? Um, it's making its way to, sorry. Other food items include the Hero Sandwich and Mrs. Incredible's Mask with Cheese. So this all starts on January 18th, which I'm pretty excited because I am actually going to see that. Also, Nick, they're bringing back uh, the scares from Monstropolis, Sully and Mike Wazowski, who have been kind of on hiatus. They're going to be in the Walt Disney Presents meet and greet area uh, where One Man's Dream, the little short did you notice lower time wait for Toy Story Midway Mania? I, I would assume you would with the newer attractions over there. So your your kiddos are shaking their head yes. Yeah, they want to talk about it during the Okay, well that's cool. We'll, we'll talk about it then. I was just I was just curious. So you know Disney released overnight basically for Disneyland that prices were going up. Right. They released free dining overnight as well right. for Disney World Resort. But they've also off they're also offering thirty percent off at select resorts and hotels this summer. Right. And like all the stuff is coming in and this is pretty cool. I think Disney, it's a great opportunity for them to start driving in lots of guests because they, they, you know, they're, they're gearing up for Star Wars land there in Disney Hollywood Studios. Right. So this is like the last push. And in my mind, I can only assume it's the last push to make a lot of money, to get people out there, get them excited, wanting to come back for, for Star Wars land. But so here at the Valley Resorts, we're talking about all-star movies, music and sports, art of animation and pop century. You're going to be able to save 15% on most days, most nights running from the 28th of April through the 27th of May. And you have to book through the 27th of May right. to get that discount. Uh, let's see here. This it goes on to say the savings will be 20% on most nights for moderate resorts. You're going to save 25% for the same dates. If you book now th until May 27th. Okay. But you have to complete your stay between the 28th of April and the 27th of May. Am I making sense here? Yes, because okay. that is, even though there's not really a downtime, that is more a downtime for them. And they're also doing the same thing for select deluxe resorts as well. And up to 30% for the deluxe. So that's, that's pretty cool that Disney's offering these savings. So um, if you have not booked, you could, I mean, we can always check it out for you. But I know that I was checking for somebody and one of the weeks they wanted to go fell in the free dining and all of the value resorts. Oh, dude, the dude, the, the phone service was a madhouse. It right. was locked down for like two and a half hours. I couldn't even get onto the website. It took days to finally get in the website. And because there are so many people still on the website, even to this day, we're talking almost a week late or a week later. Right. You still have like a couple minute hold before you can access the website. So you go to access the website and says, please, you know, it'll count down. Like you have to wait. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something to you, Vicky. Oh, did you see the link that I put up there? The the uh, quote form that I put on the Mousecapades podcast? Yes, I did see that. All right, so listeners, if you haven't checked that out already, go go ahead and go over to the Mousecapades podcast. Make sure you put that the there in the, our Facebook. Check us out. I've linked a quote form for you to fill out. It's definitely free. So if you're wanting to take advantage of these savings, go ahead and check it out, the Mousecapades podcast, and go ahead and complete one and submit it. 
So this week, Bob was asked, and this is what I thought you were going to talk about, Bob Iger, was asked, um, you're putting a lot of money into the parks. How confident are you about the return there? And he said, the acquisition of these brands and the creation of intellectual property behind them have, have a tremendous impact on growing our returns at the parks. When you have Star Wars to market at the parks, Avatar is a good example, Cars Land. We're building a frozen land in Hong Kong, Tokyo, and Paris, which I don't know that we reported on, actually, Nick. Uh, the interest among the potential audience is higher. It's not like I'm going to ride some nondescript coaster somewhere that maybe is themed, I don't know, like India or whatever. No, you're going to Arendelle and you're going to experience Frozen with Anna and Elsa, or you're going to fly a Banshee in Pandora, go to Cars Land, build radi uh, Radiator Springs. You're with the characters in that town. So the quote made people think because do you know what ride in Animal Kingdom is in India? Well, isn't it Mount Everest? Yes. And so it, when he said or Expedition it like that, Everest yes. is the name. But I mean, but... I knew what you meant. And they, um, that's what they thought he was like putting it down. What? That, that what? What What are people drawing a conclusion to? They thought he was saying that the Expedition Everest was a nondescript coaster. So then... Um, nondescript. I want him to define nondescript. Well, because he put, that's what he said in his little thing when he was talking about how Frozen's coming and he was trying to sell everybody on it. And so some uh, nondescript poster somewhere, people thought, well, what's this about? What is he talking about? So then he came back and tweeted, for the record, I love Expedition Everest. So Expedition Everest is a really cool roller coaster where I think you're you're immersed in the storyline in the queue before you even ride the ride the line you have actual real uh, equipment used on a whole bunch of expeditions up the mountain right and then you have the 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 folklore or the you know the yeti. the myth of the yeti and the storyline behind that as well so you feel like you are getting ready to go on an expedition up mount everest and you've hired a team to take you up the mountain but yet you're being warned by all the locals that there's something scary up ahead so it's a really cool ride but i don't understand where what bob Iger is trying to tell us so he was trying to sell this something else but he i guess did he just did it on the fly they better not be changing expedition everest no, no, no. okay he didn't have it written down. He was trying to sell people on the Frozen, going to Paris and Tokyo and Hong Kong. Okay. He said something about, I don't know, some like a roller coaster in India. Well, that's what Expedition Everest is in India, in Animal Kingdom. And so he said, I love the whole land around it. I never suggested otherwise. It is distinct, not nondescript as its popularity suggests. But there was a lot of controversy because they thought he was bad-mouthing his own ride at Disney. I'm going to skip this next article, but remind me to come to it before you get to the history, Vicky. Okay. Disney Rumor Roundup. Um, basically, all the rumors that we've talked about in 2018, I want to go ahead and discuss those. Okay. But I want to talk about um, the Sheriff's Department there in Orange County. So, Orange County deputies are currently conducting a search for, a stolen, for stolen clothing and molded hands that were on the buzzy animatronic character from the extinct Wonders of Life exhibit at Epcot. According to the incident reports on the matter, investigators say that someone gained access to the backstage area where the character was stored and took the clothing in hands. There have been rumors floating around on social media from folks who believe that Buzzy himself was taken, but the investigative reports show the missing items as a green military style cap, red bomber jacket, and custom rubber hands. I, I'm sorry, when I think of rubber hands, I think of someone just going up and slapping someone across the right. place and the hand jiggling there. Um, newly released reports show that the sheriff's office, they've interviewed one person about the alleged theft, but that individual has only been charged with refusing to give investigators their phone. So, that person that was interviewed refused to hand over their phone. The investigation remains open and ongoing, and the story will be updated, and as it is updated, um, we will share that with you. That's leaving a lot of holes. 
Well, it's just, well, the thing's been stolen, a hat, a jacket, and hands, and no one knows who did it. And we have one person investigated, refusing to give up their phone. So they probably have. Who knows? Okay. So the Festival of Fantasy Parade, Nick, the three o'clock parade has become such an institution um, at the Magic Kingdom that Disney has now started to create a line of merchandise themed with this classic tourist uh because the people say, when is the three o'clock parade? But last fall, the Daily Festival of Fantasy Parade got moved to two o'clock, which screwed people up, of course. Um, it stayed there through the Halloween season and through the Christmas season for both Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas. Um, but they have now effectively moved back the uh, three o'clock festival of the fantasy parade back to three o'clock until the fall again this year. And then they feel like they need to move it up to two o'clock because of uh, isn't it four o'clock that you can start coming into those ticketed events I'm pretty sure yes it is you know i'm not a fan though of that parade to be honest with you that's the one with the dragon did, did they bring right, maleficent the dragon no they have not they have not brought that back i don't think there are plans to bring that the well, bring maleficent back but um I, actually i'm excited because I'll, I'll be able to see that parade when i go in january it's very soon actually it's like 16 days so let's talk about disney and the fox deal that's closing pretty soon um, film use of Marvel characters, it's been said, likely within six months. So we're talking about characters like Deadpool, right? We talked about this earlier. Um, so we're also talking about characters like X-Men, the Fantastic Four. I already said Deadpool. Uh, the article goes on to say that uh, the Walt Disney Company could close on this in early 2019, possibly by the end of January. With that deal comes the use of several characters that Fox owns the rights to, which Marvel Studios president Kevin uh, I don't even know, F-E-I-G-E Feige? I don't even know. Says uh, it could be integrated soon, within six months. That's pretty cool. So Disney could take, could, they own, so they own these guys back again. X-Men, Fantastic Four, Deadpool. I shouldn't say own them back again, but now they own the rights to these to these Marvel characters, which they should anyway because Disney owns Marvel, right. but they just don't have these characters. Right, exactly. But I wonder, though, with Disney, speaking about Deadpool, we've talked about Deadpool. Deadpool isn't your family-friendly superhero. He is your rude, uh, cursing like a sailor, doesn't do anything by the superhero code of conduct rulebook, but still gets the job done in his own way, and fans love him. I don't know how Disney is going to incorporate Deadpool in their new lineup as early as six months. Yeah, because... Have you seen Deadpool? Joey, you've seen... Joey, you've seen parts of Deadpool. So, you know, I don't... You know, I could definitely see Disney doing one of two things. Keeping their family image and the nice, you know, politician-esque feel to Disney, or totally just say to everyone worldwide, you know what, we're changing with the times. Disney isn't this um, always going to be the politically correct um, company all the time. So here you go. Here's your Deadpool. I could definitely see the company transitioning to a new era with some of these characters. Well, I'm not saying, I'm not disagreeing with you, but it makes me sad for Walt because that's not what he intended. But Walt, I don't think, ever intended to have what, Disney currently has anyway. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but Walt did say, you know, his parks and the company will never be finished. It's always growing. Right. So, there you go. That's all the news I have. That's all you have? Let's go ahead and talk about, well, I want to, I want to fast forward all the way to Will Smith. Will Smith, eh, I got some other stuff about Disney Cruise Line. Oh, Disney Cruise Line offering 50% off right now deposits. Not the cruise itself, but the typical deposit down on a cruise. They're going to lower that to 50%. For select cruises in 2019 and 2020. Let's see here. Oh, Will Smith. So if you've watched the new trailer to Aladdin, 
Right. Which I think we all have. It looks amazing. I don't think I have. What? I don't think I have. YouTube anymore. that stuff. Okay. Well, you you've re- you you can see that Will Smith is not blue. No, I have not seen this then for sure. No, he's not blue. Not blue at all. And so people went to Twitter about this and Will Smith responded. He responded, this is verbatim, I quote, Bam, first look at the genie, Princess Jasmine and Aladdin, check me rocking the top-knot ponytail vibes in Entertainment Weekly. And yes, I'm going to be blue. Well, someone tweeted, well, you're not blue. You know, they showed it. He went back to say, I'm going to be blue. This is how the genie is in human disguise form. My character will be CGI most of the movie. Ah. So I am glad that they're going to bring back traditional blue genie. And apparently he does a lot of stuff to um, kind of give homage to Robin Williams. Now, you know, when I first saw the trailer, though, I didn't necessarily think to myself. I didn't until this tweet came out. Yeah, why isn't he blue? I never thought that. That never came across my mind. What did come across my mind, though is this you know what i'm talking about and, and our listeners can't see it you know the with his best friend he'd give him the hand he'd give him the handshake clap and then tw- and then spin backwards and snap the you don't you don't know will smith with fresh oh. prince of bel-air oh, oh, that's oh. all i can think of is fresh prince of bel-air every time i see will smith in anything oh. in anything so when i see him in this trailer i think fresh prince I, I cannot. That's one thing I wish Disney would have done when Will Smith said no the first time because he didn't like the money he was receiving from Disney. Right. Disney wasn't going to pay him what he demanded. Now they are. Right. But and this was what a year and a half ago, yeah. something like that. I wish they would have went with someone else that we didn't know. You know, that sort of like all the James Bond movies. They always went with people that you didn't know. Right. To make it more realistic, even though James Bond isn't. I'm just saying. You know, I don't know. I, I think they would have brought someone in. I wouldn't be seeing Will Smith. But that's just me. Maybe it's you too. If it is, 407-674-0414. The one thing, though, Nick, that's good with kids seeing that movie is they, most of them don't, like my kids know what Will Smith is from Fresh Prince. But a lot of the newer generation kids are not going to know that. Like, Colin's not going to know Fresh Prince. No, he's not going to know it. Um, Let's talk about uh, rumors, okay? So here's some rumors that we talked about on the Mousecapades podcast in 2018 that were actually confirmed. Okay. And we brought it to you here on the Mousecapades podcast. We talked about the talking Mickey and how that was going to be taken out of the Magic Kingdom. Well, guess what? That happened. The Main Street Theater at the at the Magic Kingdom is canceled. Hey, we talked about that as well. That was a rumor that came true. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opening in the fall of 2019. We talked about that it's one. Great movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. We talked about a new resort reflections at Disney Lakeside Lodge on the River Country property. We talked about no air conditioning in the Disney Skyliner. We talked about Wreck-It Ralph there, the VR experience at the Void. If you haven't experienced that, that is amazing. I've done the Star Wars one. Have not done Wreck-It Ralph at this point. Let's see here. Argus Point becomes Storybook Dining. We talked about that. Rafiki's Planet Watch closes. Now, I've heard rumors. Yeah, we heard rumors. I've heard rumors that they're going to bring it back. But that is just a rumor. Now, Rafiki's Planet was open when we were there. So they did did bring it back temporarily. But so this rumor I'm hearing is they're going to bring it back permanently. They did bring it back temporarily. Right. Um, the new hotel with the Swan and Dolphin complex called the Cove, and then uh, Pizza Rizzo has moved to seasonal operations. And we talked about that, so that came true as well. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that's 
for 2019 that's supposed to be coming out in the Magic Kingdom. I'm just going to highlight a couple real quick because we got to finish up here for you, Vicky. Magic Kingdom beginning uh, beginning to gear up for its 50th anniversary in 2021. The Tron Light Cycle construction is temporarily closed. The Walt Disney Railroad and the Tomorrowland Speedway. That's going to be happening shortly. Let's see here. Speedway wasn't closed when you were there, was it? No. I don't think it was. No, we've had a nice long wait. I'm going to just, um, let's see here. Many Disney fans have been hopeful for a new nighttime parade. So there's rumors that there possibly could be a nighttime parade coming. Again, that's just rumors. Epcot, let's go ahead and go over Epcot. We talked about a new showcase pavilion like Brazil that possibly might be coming. And the rumor of possibly uh, the Grand Fiesta Tour being, did we talk about this switched over? Or was that something that we just suggested would be kind of cool? No, they thought, they did say that they were talking about, there was a rumor that said that they were talking about changing it up a little and you said you like that idea. Okay, a new Indiana Jones and Echo Lake area, or excuse me, the Indiana Jones and Echo Lake area is in question for a future, for the future as Disney looks to possibly expand on the Indiana Jones property. We've talked about that. That is also a rumor. And you know what? With Star Tours not being part of Galaxy's Edge, we don't know what's going to happen with Star Tours. It is old. It is old. Move and update. Yeah, they need to update it. They really do. Animal Kingdom, um, it's been quiet after the Pandora expansion has been completed. And the only thing that we really have to talk about is possibly Rafiki's Planet Watch coming back. But we don't know. And Disneyland, let's see here. The park is also, it's going to, in 2019, is going to uh, uh, debut a new Mickey-themed nighttime spectacular. And that's coming in the summer of 2019. But that's all I got for you right now. So when I emphasize rumor on some of the stuff, Keep in mind, rumor. it's rumor. I know we're going to get some hate mail over that one. So, Vicki, why don't you take us back? Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. January 9th, 1938, Leopold Stokowski conducts a recording session in Culver City, California, for a Disney animated segment called The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Now that musical piece was also called um, also called The Sorcerer's Apprentice was written by a French composer called Paul Ducas. Walt has had to rent a studio as the 85 mus- musicians whom Stokowski had selected could not fit onto Disney's Hyperion soundstage. This session is recorded late at night at this suggestion of Stokowski. He chooses nighttime because the musicians will have to drink coffee to stay awake and this will make them more alert. <laughs> The success of the session will help Walt decide to turn the Sorcerer's Apprentice into just one segment of a bigger concert feature called... Can you guess what the big concert feature is that Walt decided to do? Fantasia? It is. Featuring so, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. I, that was a good guess for th- Well, thank you for, for... And the Philadelphia Orchestra. Animation for the short began on January 21st of 1938. January... What? What else came in 38? Snow White was released in 38. I guess let's have that talk again. January of 38. Came out in December to the the theater. My January 10th thing went bye-bye. To release, well, well, it was it was a it was a, a preview release, and then it was released in the theaters for everyone else in January of '38. All right, January 11th, 2001, a star-studded high-energy party 
marks the grand opening of the downtown Disney District at the Disneyland Resort in Southern California. At this one-of-a-kind premiere benefiting the Elizabeth Glazer Pediatric AIDS Foundation, donors and celebrity guests like Sylvester Stallone and Paul Glazer enjoyed entertainment, world-class cuisine, and unique shopping opportunities in more than two dozen clubs, restaurants, and boutiques that make up the new addition to the Disneyland Resort. The downtown area will officially open to the public the next day. So it, um, they had a party on January 11th, and then it officially opened. Uh, that was 2001. And then it officially opened in California on January the 12th. January 12, 2009, the Achievement Awards are handed out at the Los Angeles Film Critics Association annual dinner. Nick Wally was recognized as the best picture of the year, the first time in the association's 33-year history that the honor was gone to it had gone to an animated film. Yes. January 13th, 2008. Oh, this is the one I think I was talking about. Entertainment News anchor Brooke Anderson announced that the best animated feature film was Ratatouille at the 65th annual Golden Globe Awards announcement at the Beverly Hilton Hotel in California. See, I but, wasn't a fan of Ratatouille. Were you? Were you? I like to watch that one. I, Kaylee likes that one a lot. Yeah, I'm not a fan. But the um, actors were on strike, so they did not have a ceremony that year in 2008. So they just announced it at a hotel and handed it to somebody or gave it to I can't remember what they were on strike for. Oh. Um, it was just an actor strike. Like the actor's guild. 2000. That was probably the most uh, rated, watched uh award ceremony ever then because they weren't there (laughs) january 14th 2014 disney rolls out a high-tech fast pass at the magic kingdom in florida fast passes allow reservations on up to three rides a day at the popular disney world park guests who stay on property can reserve rides two months or even longer in advance disney hopes this will end the mad race to fast pass machines when the park opens there are plans to add it to the other parks in the coming weeks, which, of course, we know has now happened. January 15th, 1986. Will you tame your children over here, please? <laughs> the third new future world pavilion to be added to the original roster. The Living Seas opens at Disney's World Epcot in 1986. The Living Seas main envi- uh, environment stretches 203 feet in diameter with walls 48 feet high and was sponsored by United Technologies at the time that it was... Uh, built. The pavilion features animated Atlas of the World, a short film explaining the geological and meteorological ex- aspects of the ocean. It also includes 5.7 million gallon aquarium and it's home to one of the largest inland marine environments in the world. It wa- The amazing environment contains nearly 3,500 different species comprising approximately of 65, excuse me, individual specimens comprising of 65 different species of Caribbean reef fish and the pavilion houses the coral reef nick which of course you have been to as well and it allows the dinner guests to view the living seas through the giant eight inch thick acrylic window eight inches huh yeah i think i didn't know how thick that thing was so well vixter if you're uh thanks for bringing that by the way i appreciate it and listeners if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question a comment simply text us 407-674-0414 or email us mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com if you'd like that quote it's free and you want to book that trip don't be bashful get a little dopey with us you can go ahead and contact us at the same number 407-674-0414 or contact us this time travel at mousecapadespodcast.net don't forget to check us out on all of our social media accounts for instagram we're going to look for mousecapades underscore nick that's my personal one go ahead and sign up right now subscribe our facebook page is going to be the mousecapades podcast don't forget to place the in front of mousecapades podcast and our Twitter account, Mousecapades Pod. Be sure to listen on Friday because we will be discussing our recent Disney World Family Christmas Adventure. 
Remember to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for all things Disney. And as always, Nick and I would like to thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Well, Mixer, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have a magical day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.